You're listening to the Premier Podcast Network. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode and edition of the Chop Sports Social coming to you live from the Richard Lucas Chevrolet and Subaru Studio right here in beautiful downtown Matawan, New Jersey. It is Sturch. It is Gooch. We are back in the building here, and we are presented to you exclusively by Absolute Eyewear. Getting involved here over at Woodbridge next to the train station. Drop our name. Say Chop Sports. You can say the Jimmy Palumbo show if you'd like. Uh, you'll get $100 off frames and lenses. Those are our friends over there. That used to be good. Huh? That show used to be good. The Jimmy Palumbo yeah, show? That, like, they got a new co-host it? now. He stinks. He's, ha- yeah, he's I mean, just I don't know awful. what happened to the other guy. He was real good. Uh, he he. You, what I heard was, uh, rumors have it, sources are claiming, uh, that he just didn't give a shit. <laughs> so that might, I don't know if there's any truth to that. I, I have no idea. I can't confirm nor deny those rumors, but I heard I, something around that. Listen, I will say thing. it's been a um, a little bit of a different scenario. There is a show entitled The Jimmy Palumbo Show. Once upon a time, we also tried to get that on the Premier Streaming Network, but it was just you know him and the lawyers and everybody got involved and said, no go, we're not giving you anything. Uh, but anyway, I'm with that, and I don't know. All right, be honest. You've seen the original Beer League. Mm-hmm. Yes. Many moons ago, I guess, when it came out. When you saw it, did you find it funny? Of course. Okay. So Artie Lang is involved. He is the the, the star of the of that movie. Obviously, Ralph Macchio, the karate kid of Cobra Kai, did is in that movie. you think I was going to lie? No, no. No, I, no, I knew you would honest, give it to me straight. Be honest. All right, the movie sucked. No, no, of course the movie was um, good. And obviously, Jimmy Palumbo playing the role of Johnny Trino as the... I fell in love with that role because I thought it was hilarious how he commentated his own at-bats. Anyway, the movie's a cult classic, highly underrated. I think it's one of the better sports movies, comedies out there. Um, but the rejuvenation of it now is a completely different story. Jimmy Palumbo has brought it back. He's um, They're doing it on YouTube. I've helped out with the social media. Therefore, there was a little bit of a transitional period where now I can jump on with Jimmy, talk some shit. Um, get some words in. Unlike you, you couldn't get anything in, so that's probably part of your gripe. No, I don't have any gripes. <laughs> what are you talking about? None. Zero. Um, anyway, so go check it out. It's on YouTube right now. I think next um, week's episode is going to be called The Claudel Washington Show. What is that? He's just a former player. <laughs> of what sport? You're going to have to watch. Tune in next week. We'll find out. Next week. Uh, but anyway, so go check that out. It's a fun little project I'm working on. Cute little project uh, that I'm working on with Jimmy uh, running his social media. So other than that, how are we? There's no sports right now except for baseball. And that's like a killer right Yeah, now. I'm just – what I do to supplement that is – Work? <laughs> well, there is – first of all, there's NBA draft, and there's a lot of uh, things going on in the NBA offseason. So you have that if you're that's into that kind of stuff. fair. Um, the Porzingis trade, the Malcolm uh-huh. Brogdon non-trade, the Marcus Smart is now not a Celtic. Bradley Beal's also been traded. Um, yeah, but that team's going to suck. I don't think they're going to suck, but they're probably one and done in the playoffs. I'm very surprised to see Kristaps uh, Porzingis traded again. I mean, if they do have KD, they'll probably get to the second round. Porzingis? What, what, um, no, I'm talking about the Suns. But, oh. yeah, besides all that, I mean, I use the downtime to ramp up for fantasy football because, believe it or not, we're like 80 maybe 75 days away from kickoff? Uh, we are, because so, I have a friend, Tony Catalina of the Pro Football News, has a countdown where he uses Cowboys jersey numbers to count it down. Where are they at right now? Uh, I believe the last one I saw was 82. And that was, a week and that ago. was about a week ago. So, right? yeah, we're about like 75 days away, I And think. that's probably 
from the Cowboys kickoff. Actually, I'm just going to look. And that's Sunday, yeah. So that's the Sunday night game. about 69 days away. (laughs) Um, Nice. Uh, Let's see. We are, according to this, Alvin Harper. And he posted that two hours ago. He's number 80. So technically, 79, 78, 76. We're about 76 days away from the opening night kickoff where it features the Chiefs and the Chiefs? And the Lions? I have no idea. The Lions and somebody. The Chiefs. I want to say. I could be completely So, in wrong. other words, it's time to ramp up. You're yes. going to start seeing these fantasy football magazines out there. Start getting gonna... screwed over in your keeper leagues of not knowing when free agents are available and all that That's shit. That's insanity. Because... I mean, look, you. nobody told me anything. We've had conversations before. This is my first keeper league, okay? If you're able to get screwed over in a keeper league where you're sitting next to the commissioner eight hours We a had day, a conversation. That's on you, bro. We had a conversation, and there was no conversation about the fact that okay, so, once you didn't so, keep a player, so they became free agents, they were able to get picked up. That's exactly what I said. I said they could pick from the scrap <laughs> heap shot. of players. Either I said when you if you have 10 guys and mm-hmm. someone else has five guys, okay. to get to the point everyone has 10, how do you think those guys get picked up? I thought they were going to get filled by the draft. But the draft was – that is the draft. Like, what's the difference? So basically, so basically, all right. So so if so, be so. Um, so I think it was DeAndre Swift that was dropped, right, from yeah. somebody. No, so, it was Miles Sanders, but same guy, <laughs> Spider Man meme. Um, so Miles Sanders was dropped. Somebody picked him up, right? Mm-hmm. Is that somebody's second first round pick? No, it's second round pick. When does that start? No. What are so, they losing? So so technically, by it's, scooping somebody up, what are they losing? They're losing. All right, for example, for every keeper you keep, mm-hmm. that's a round pick. So if you're if you're keeping, let's say, your best player, let's just say it's Nick Chubb in this case. Sure. That's your first round it probably pick. Probably is. Your second round pick would be your with Damian Pierce. Third round pick would be maybe T. Higgins. So the draft technically so, starts at round eleven. Exactly. The more you know, ladies and gentlemen. Uh but anyway. So they didn't they they realistically we just open the draft up and then stop it at what everyone has ten. Mm. So realistically they were drafted. You know, it's just like in order in of order operation. Of operation. Okay. Exactly. So, so I could have gotten third. And then not only that, Dave would have dropped maybe one guy, right? Just to be clear, I then offered the player, the only player that was picked that Dave would have had an opportunity to pick. Aaron Rodgers. Was the only player. And I said, okay, Dave, I'll trade like you. Kirk effing cousin. I said, I'll Get trade you Aaron Rodgers for. I'll trade you Aaron Rodgers for Romeo Dubs, the guy that you would have had to drop, and you said no. So you you did not. I don't think I over. ever actually said no. Well, I don't think it ever actually just we didn't pick up the okay, conversation. Now, I give him his opportunity again because no oh, one I have else to think had about it. I no have one to else had it. days to think about it. First it of like, all, again, I didn't know at all. There was not even like a, a. I just didn't know. I didn't pick up on the conversation that we had. Clearly, you probably did explain it correctly. I'm going to give you that because you explain everything very thoroughly all the time. And at the end of it, you say, you get what I'm saying? And I'm just like, yes. You're like, whatever. Right? So but, I probably did. Or I was on the phone. But at the, or same whatever time, the but at the same time, I think it was realistically what it came down to is there was nobody out there that you would have had an opportunity to get that you valued higher than the potential that Romeo Dubs brings to the table sure. this year. And Agreed. I think with weighed with that. And the timing of it, you would have been in the same exact spot you're in right now. Mm-hmm. The only thing that I think that you may have reconsidered was like Kirk Cousins, Trey Lance situation. So I have Trey Lance, and I I firmly believe that look, th- they moved heaven and earth to go get him. Brock Purdy was a fun story. Brock Purdy's coming off a arm injury, Lance coming off a leg injury. So I think when push comes to shove. Trey Lance will be the starter of the 49ers. Again, I don't know. They got Sam Darnold out there throwing interceptions in minicamp. So, like, I have no idea. But 
my gut tells me that Trey Lance is probably the most athletic quarterback that they have on the roster, the most talented overall that they have on the roster. And again, I think Brock Purdy was a benefit to a fantastic defense, a fantastic running game, a fantastic short passing game. That's all you need when you have a George Kittle, Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk, all those guys. Like, I believe that he was a product of that. I think Trey Lance makes this team and puts them over the top. Um, what what I, is over I the top? I have no idea. There's still some things to sort out in San Fran. If Brock Purdy is healthy, I think he's going to be given the opportunity first. But because of his status. Just because a, of what he did last year? 5-0. and oh, you know, Playoffs, you gotta, victory, got it. The team. You know, what does the team want? True. Um, I don't um, ever, What does the defense I don't like want, that. realistically? I don't No, I, it matters. Bro. No, I know. I just don't like the whole... I don't think that they're going to. The they're not like, going to annoy. They're not going to say, "Hey guys, what do you guys think?" But as a coach and as a GM, when you're kind of assessing everything and you're looking at that, has to be factored in. Like the team morale. Who who do the players want to talk to in the huddle? Who do they want to have lead them? That matters. True. They're not going to be saying, I "Oh, guess. Hey, do this." Everyone knows that it's not their job. Do your job. They'll handle that part of it. But it's not going to be like a blind but test. But if you if you don't just... think that these coaches or, or the position coaches at that have a feel for who wants who, you don't think that the receivers are talking in the receiver room about which quarterback they would prefer amongst each other and amongst their coach. They you think are. that gets? Do you think that gets discussed in like if, if team meetings, like positional if, meetings? I don't, I don't think, think so. it gets discussed when it's clear cut. But if there's a controversy brewing, that's exactly what's happening. What we're out here trying to win football games. We think he's better. We're gonna start making noise about it. Yeah, I think I think that's Let's that not, falls like, on the coaches. It's I think, even more happened with, with more than a controversial thing. Like, how many times has To back in the day talk about McNabb? There's been tons of situations sure. where quarterbacks and receivers didn't get along. Um, in any event, so a lot of stuff. Romeo Dubs for Aaron Rodgers right now. Do it or not? No, no. Because uh, I think Dubs is gonna have a I fine well. season. I do as well. That's why. I, I, and I'm rooting for a. I mean, the only way that happens is who's got Jordan Love? He's not gonna go. Why? Because if he's going anywhere, I'll trade for him. I need a quarterback, too. You don't even have one on the roster, right? I have Aaron Rodgers now. Ah, oh, you bastard. That's right. <laughs> and I got Trey Lance, who nobody knows if he's going to play. Anyway, so NFL news. There is some stuff still floating around right now. Obviously, mini camps have come and gone, OTAs, whatever you want to call them. Um, there are still people without a destination. Um, there are now visits already done on a DeAndre Hopkins front. He's our, He's been to Tennessee. He's been to New England. I don't know if there's any been stops in between. Um, but now there's like little – I mean, look, I think that the NFL is in a dead period right now where they're just making up shit just to get clicks and all that stuff, and that's fine. Uh, ESPN was putting out like what if Aaron Rodgers recruits just two more pieces in being one Dalvin oh, Cook and one DeAndre Hopkins. That's Are, we kidding? Are we kidding? Are we kidding? I mean, it is realistic. It's not. If they got the room, they can do it. They can finagle and finesse whatever. Dalvin Cook's already been on the record and said it would be a unbelievable lineup if me and him were on the same team. Okay, cool. Does it, is it going to happen? I, mean, I don't is he think the GM so. of the team that's going to no, 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 sign no. both those guys? It's not realistic. And is it very? Right, there was not a poll put out Jets. by the. Uh, I'm curious to know your thoughts on this. There was a poll put out by the Rich Eisen show. I do like Rich Eisen. I think he's good. Um. Who would you sign right now if given the opportunity, Dalvin Cook or DeAndre Hopkins? If you have one shot, one opportunity, Eminem, B Rabbit, yeah. D Hop, where I need receivers. Right. But right. if I'm. If I'm because ra- running backs, again, we've talked about this at length. Like they're, they're almost like, not obsolete, but you know, their, their value has been diminished. You're a team a that's bit. loaded at wide out and has no running game. Uh, off the maybe top of my head, the Chiefs maybe. No, the Chiefs don't really. have any receivers. They do. They have Kelsey. They have um, receivers. I mean, I know Kelsey plays multiple roles. They're about but like, to have D Hop. No, 
No, I know. Uh, uh, maybe the Dolphins. Dolphins, right? Perfect. That's the, about the only. And team you in said football. that about Dalvin Cook. Maybe the Bills. Only team in only two teams in football that I would say. Gabe would Davis. Take a, I think they drafted a kid, and they obviously have Stephon Diggs. Cincinnati's loaded, and Mixon might be on the outs. That could be a thing. Cincinnati's yeah, absolutely loaded. Across the board. I think, to me, if I had to make a prediction here in what it were, you would where, rather probably are we have in June? Dalvin Cook. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't actually. I I've clamored for him on social media, and I said, "Yeah, go get him. Why not?" But like, if I had a choice to to pair C.D. Lamb with DeAndre Hopkins over Dalvin Cook, Tony Pollard, I'm taking the wideouts because I know that Tony Pollard is efficient, and I know the cast that is behind him might be okay. And the running, it's not a running league anymore, man. You know that. Why do you think um, Zeke is still on the hunt for a team? It, Zeke, Fournette. Cook, they're all out there. It's crazy. Yeah, to but me, those guys nuts. are dinosaurs at this point. I mean, you say dinosaurs. They're in their twenties. It's definitely a running league. It's not. It's it's not a running league. It's a passing league. Come on. Put it this way, it's definitely still a running league. If you look at some of the teams, half the teams in football don't even throw. I think. All. I think. At all. I think that there's a uh, a quote that everybody likes to say about NFL offenses is you have to establish the run. Like, yeah. To, to keep them on their toes on the defense. No, bro, but let's, bro, let's bro, be honest. Most, if you got an elite quarterback and a wide receiver, that is the game right now. And that is a young man's game making plays after plays after plays. Yeah, you look, if you're asking me, I'm all 90s. I'm all like, let's ra- let's ground I and just, pound. I'm all think, for it. I think that there's nothing more demoralizing than not being able to tackle people and stop the run. So when the team is able to efficiently run the football on you, you're done. And that's what's happened with Green Bay. That's the reason why their defense has sucked. Trust me when I say it's a hundred percent a running league. But when we're talking about stats and you know fantasy football and contracts, that's not where the money is going. But the reason being, I don't necessarily think it's because of the way the league is structured. More so because of the inherent risk that comes with the position. Whereas like it lends to the fact that it's not a running league. But if you look at the numbers, look at the Falcons, look at the Titans, look at the uh, Commanders, look at the Raiders. There's a ton of football teams that have been more consistently running the football. The Ravens. You know, yeah, there's, Ravens teams, always, there's yeah. certain teams that the 49ers, there's teams that don't even really, they, they, you know, I would say half the league maybe at this point. And it's a, it's a copycat league. So you'll see the run pick back up and then teams will start to, on the other side of the ball, focus on stopping the run. And then offensive coordinators will shift focus towards the pass again. That's how it's always been. Um, and I also kind of dismiss the notion that it's not a running backs market. It isn't at the top end, but there's a lot more running backs getting paid now in the NFL because it's not just this bell cow guy. You have four guys. A lot of people are getting opportunities. So it depends who you ask. If you're asking the guys that are established in the NFL that have already made a couple million, they may feel like, oh, the market's terrible for a running back. But if you ask the guy that's like, we'll say anyone else, they have opportunity to make a contract for themselves or get some opportunity. Like the the way I look at it, it's like you say on the cheat, I'm thinking like a guy like let's just say – Who's a rookie running back that did well last year? Pacheco was fine, but like I'm talking about like Kenneth Br- Walker. Kenneth Walker, right? Kenneth Walker in five years. Were you drafted in the first round? No. Third. Third. So he doesn't even have a fifth Maybe year second, option. I don't know. Whatever. If he's but not whatever. a first, he's got no yeah. fifth year option. So after four years, technically after three years, he's gonna have to start talking That's about a new like deal. Pacheco, too. Pacheco's a seventh round Six, pick. Seventh round pick. Yeah. Seventh round pick. Yeah. So like those guys are gonna have to either just come to terms with the fact that the running back market, you will never see 16, 17, 18 million dollars a year anymore like Zeke and those guys got. You'll never see that again. You're going to have to come to terms where we might start seeing, I mean, I don't know, maybe a lot shorter term contracts 
Like, even when these guys are up, like when Walker's up, they extend him for three with one left. So, technically, it's only two extra. Something like that, because or, I just or, don't... Or he's done by then. Or he's done by then, right. It's crazy to think about Kenneth Walker to third, who was a rookie phenom last year, being done, quote, I mean, done after three crazy. years. The average life career span in the NFL for running back is around three years. Three years. Yeah. So it's crazy. It makes sense. But, you know, that's the average. So there's guys that play uh, two months in the league. So mm. it brings it down a lot. Yeah. Look, running back, it's up for debate about the market and what it is. But I think that teams that are effectively running the football, are gonna you're going to see a lot of them in the playoffs. So... We shall see. Um, the, yeah. See the new Detroit Lions helmet? Ugly. You don't like it? I don't like it. Okay. Why would I like that? No, I don't know. I, I do. Mean, like, what's nice about it? It's the same, it looks like a, a cartoon version of what they already have. With I'm looking right at it. I, I think it's pretty dope. I don't know. It's different. We'll say it's different. Sure. It's a different blue, too. So if they rock those with the blue, blue on blue, they're gonna look like that, you know. They're gonna look like the team from the Playmakers. <laughs> they're gonna oh, look like. Dun, 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 dun. What a great series that, that was canceled gonna way have too Montgomery early. Going to, to, to buy crack at halftime. <laughs> the piss man's coming. <laughs> see, if you didn't see that series, which was legendary. No, I mean it was. It's like it so bad. It's so bad. It's good. It was so, well, not even that. It was just like it was so. Oh my god! If you it took was every so issue that ever happened good. in the history of the NFL over the course of its history, and then you put it into one team in one season. One guy. That was the playmakers. It, to me, to me, and this is, I'm not knocking my favorite movie of all time, and I'm not even talking about just sports. I'm talking all time. Dave favorite has movie. 55 no, all-time No, no, no. I have movies. one solo, and everybody knows this. I have one solo, number one movie, that I would watch every day if it was on TV, every single day. And it's any given Sunday. That's my favorite movie. It's disturbing. This, why is that disturbing? How many times did you see the same fucking movie? <laughs> You can just, it's good. It's good. And it has great, the cast is ridiculous. Willie Beeman. It's good. Al Pacino's so that's why the you coach. Watch it every day. Oh, uh, what? Like, it's good. Like, there's a lot of things that I like. <laughs> but don't you think that there's an element of, like, all right, it sucks now because I've watched it a billion times. No, the, the only time it sucks is when it's on, like, the USA Network. And then, like they just, I don't know they that, like, just outside, of, every, outside they, of childhood movies like Goonies and things that like my parents put on for me, I don't think I've ever seen a movie twice. You're out of your skull. That's not true. Like not on purpose. Like I'm telling you right now, maybe like uh, Usual Suspects because it's like you got to watch it again. I never seen. Maybe it. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't watch good movies, guys. He watches whatever. The, my, bonus, my Barry says it all the time. You love these one star movies, and I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm guilty. It. Barely. No. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, Jimmy. Yeah, um, it's, go, it's going on. It's definitely Instagram. a one-star movie, but he knows that, too. But um, I, I think that's nuts. But anyway, I was talking about any even Sunday because I was thinking that Playmakers was a series that was just basically any given Sunday the series. Because even in any given Sunday, they talked about everything from concussions to, you know, from the coach getting slayed by Jesse Spano. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, there was a lot of elements that you see behind the scenes, like doctors hiding reports because they don't want the, pl the players don't want to stop playing. Like, LT was a concussion case before the coke, after the coke. I, it was a little bit before and after and during, probably. But, like, like the real LT or the. No, like Shark. His name was Shark. Like, he was the linebacker. 
56, right? Like he was, but he was also one hit away from death. <laughs> and the, they were and like, the, lock, and the doctor how was like, How do you feel about playing a middle linebacker that was high on cocaine throughout his career? <laughs> so, me? <laughs> yes. L, it says that in the credits, LT as himself. <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, it should, though. Uh, but anyway. It's like Ben Affleck. What do you mean? Just does himself. Like his best movies are him playing a Southie from Boston. It's like, oh, so you? Congrats, bro. You did it. It would be like me playing. Do you like a, Ben Affleck? It would be like me playing a, um, a douchebag. <laughs> like, oh, you did it. Do you, uh, do you like Ben I Affleck? Hate, I don't hate anybody except Ben Affleck. Really? I don't like Ben Affleck. Is it because he's from bro. Boston? There's a lot of reasons. I could separate like actors from Boston than the, the teams, even um, if they root I, for those I teams can hard. If they're good actors. Like so one like, of my favorite people on the planet. Dane Cook. Is that. <laughs> Don't make me go down that road again. I love Dane Cook. And I root for Dane Cook's success and his um, rebound and everything that's happening with Dane Cook. My favorite person, literally, across the board, um, top five guy that I, uh, like, not, not, I can't, what's the word I'm looking for? Not, not envy. or Top five guy of all time in Davis. <laughs> is... Marky Mark. Mark Wahlberg. No? You're not a Mark Wahlberg guy either? That's tough for me, bro. You don't like Mark Wahlberg? What's not to like? Entrepreneur. Go to wake up and go to, I was today. I was golfing. I did 18 holes in 90 minutes. It's like, no, you fucking didn't. You didn't, bro. Go back to sleep, dude. You weirdo. I'm sorry. I'm out on Mark Wahlberg. Why? Because he's up early working dude, out. Got up a nice Wahlberg or two. Like, dude, get. That's off. his family. That's not him. That's oh, Donnie and the rest of the guys. Can't believe you don't like Wahlberg. What's dude, not to like? Nothing. Nothing. What's to like? I Entrepreneur, like I like hard worker, great actor. I like Matt Damon. I like some of these uh, Friday Night Podcast guys. They're all Boston fans. Okay. Friday right. Night Podcast. Whatever. What? The, the... Barstool? No. I, I mean, I'm, I'm on Barstool. I'm, I'm kind of out on Barstool. So, I don't know. Um, no, the the Friday pod. The, the Oh, Friday beers. Friday beers. Oh, they're great. They're good. Almost Friday. They put it out yeah, on some Thursday. Some of their stuff is overkill at this point, too, but whose isn't. Some of their, but some of their skits. <laughs> <laughs> Some of their skits are legendary. Yeah, um, but um, no, I don't automatically dismiss anyone from Boston. But what I what I do is automatically dismiss people that talk shit publicly. And then you know I'm an A Rod guy, so what? So what? what Mark Wahlberg or, or no? Ben I don't Affleck. care about Mark Wahlberg. Ba- Mark ben Wahlberg's just annoying as hell. <laughs> like that's it. He's annoying as shit. Mark, he I love these you, dude. weird weird things on people that don't work in realistic Wait, terms. Like, like we don't what? have a billion dollars in a fucking golf course in our backyard <laughs> with a basketball court and a gym and a chef. I can't wake up at 4 a.m. and function that way, right? I have to take a hit of weed first. <laughs> Which I'm sure he does too. No, bro. He's the funny <laughs> Damn, no, dude. Wahlberg is a nerd burger. Nerd burger for Mark Wahlberger. Um, anyway. Uh, who else can't we got believe that. that I could talk shit about? I mean, you, you ruined three uh, three Boston guys. Ben Affleck sucks, dude. Come on. You got to admit that. I like Matt ben Damon is, is good. I like Matt Damon. He's not a Boston guy, is he? Is he? That's how, good, that's how good at hating Boston he is. Because he probably hates his own city too. Because Matt cool. Damon's from Boston. No, ba- Matt Damon. Yeah, Goodwill Hunting. Him and I, I'm Matt well aware Damon. of the movie. Him I didn't know they were both. Him and Ben were like boys. That's how they came up. And then they were in The Departed. Did you ever see The Departed? Yeah, that's, that's a movie I've watched. But it's a good point. Dozen to, times. It's, all that does is prove my point. What? Like Ben Affleck? Did he write it? If he wrote it, good job on him because that's a very good, well-written movie. I don't think he wrote it. But I'm curious now. If actually. he pl- was if it Tarantino? He's writing parts no. for himself, it's definitely not Tarantino. If he's writing parts for himself where he's a Southie from Boston, then he does uh, good Scorsese, almost same thing. Right. Ben Affleck, 
um, plays what in that movie? Exactly. A, co- a cop. From? <laughs> Boston. <laughs> Boston. Congrats, bro. You did Have it. you ever seen The Town? No. What? Oh, dude. Go watch The Town. Very good movie. Very good movie. No, I think I have seen The Town. Is What's that his face with, um, is in that, too? Jeremy Renner. He plays uh, his best friend. I have seen that. It's a good one. Mm. Seen that? You no, know, it is good. Dozen times. It doesn't. <laughs> just because, and that's another thing. I don't care if he he's, he has good movies. I'll be like, oh, that was a good movie. I still don't have to fucking like him because he did, did a good. Movie. Did you like him in, in uh, Batman? I've never seen that. You're not a you're not a superhero guy. I I'm not. I'm not like I gotta see the. I'm not one of those like freakazoids guy. that need to go see it on like no, release night. And honestly, the be- you're not topping Michael Keaton. He's in the new Flash. I'm pumped. Is he Batman see- in the new Flash? Yeah. Then I'm good with it. Yeah, because he goes back in time. If he was about to be some... Supposedly, mope. and this, listen, spoiler alert, if you don't want to... I have not seen it yet, but apparently there is a scene in the movie where Michael Keaton is Batman, right? But then he goes to the future a little bit, right? Like, Flash is traveling back in time. And then, like, there's one like moment where, like, he turns around... And, and he's Batman's the guy from no lo- He's the <laughs> Right. He's no longer uh, Michael Keaton. It's, from what I heard, George Clooney. Which is, by the way, the worst Batman of all time. Of all time. I would have to... Or Val Kilmer sucked, too. He was horrible. Val Kilmer's the GOAT. First of all, Val Kilmer is very good in a lot of things. He was a shitty Batman. A shitty Batman. Like, not not even... his fault, bro. Should have never been cast. Nicole Kidman, though. In that movie. Oh, jeez. I love Um, Nicole Kidman. But that was also the Batman with Arnold... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> he was Mr. Freeze. And then you had... Was, uh, that, was that Danny DeVito, too? No, no. That was Michael Keaton, and he was the Penguin. That was way back. Yeah. And Michelle Pfeiffer, who was a smoker back then in Batman 2. Have you seen her in The Family? <laughs> Have you seen The Family? <laughs> What's that about? <laughs> Come on. Oh, w, you're joking, right? I'm not. Dude, that is the one... Like, Jimmy Palumbo's claim to fame. Is yeah, that I in heard the it's family? like a seven-hour movie. Oh, I don't know about that. Did you watch The Family? Hell no. Why would I watch The so Family? Then why are you giving me shit? Because you didn't even know what it was. Like, <laughs> I'm trying to tell you. Like, I know exactly what it was. It was him, and he shared a oh, yeah, trailer with... Oh, yeah, that uh, podcast. No, um, no Tom, I'm not uh, seeing it because I don't have Tommy Lee four Jones. and a half hours to watch a terrible movie. Oof. Ah, all right. Anyway, before we get out of here, um, I definitely want to touch on one thing and one thing alone. Um, what are your thoughts? I got a better idea. If I gave you $250,000, can you find 150 things? No. I could do 1,000 things better to do than to deep sea dive on this, this little rubber ducky of a submarine. So these people paid $250,000 to do it. If you offered me $250 trillion to do it, I would say no. I would just no, be like, I'm going to die down there, so why would I take your money? No shot. So there was also... A I'm guy not. who who a um, apparently from what I heard today, there's a With guy. Last minute replacement. Well, not even that. That would suck. But it, what, that happened. Shut up, really. Yeah. I have a child. I like, <laughs> it's just somebody else. <laughs> so, you know, you've seen Titanic, um, right? I, I don't right? remember the line. Like, why would That's I the that, one bro? big bad line Again, that he did says. Did I just not talk to you about how I won't sit through a four and a half hour movie? That was three hours. First Titanic? of all, come on, bro. Made out my first Shout girl during Titanic. <laughs> It's Ashley's favorite movie by far. What she's movie? Titanic. She's watched Titanic really? like and she's so young. 458 times. She wasn't even alive when that came out. I think she was. No shot. That movie was made in 95. She was born in like 2001. No, she was born in the 90s, Dave. No bullshit. <laughs> 25. 
So it's 2023. All right, so 98 she probably was. She saw, she saw the end of the, the Yankees uh, or the beginning of that trilogy. Um, but anyway, back to reality. <laughs> How many freaking eight-mile references can I make in one show? Um, no, so anyway, so I found out that there was a host of a tele, uh, news telecast, NBC, uh, a, a CBS news guy, who literally went on it. And he was upset because it broke down and they couldn't finish it. And w- they had to go back up because of a malfunction. Bro. So, like, like, right then and there, if it ain't safe for a newscaster guy, like a an bro, they anchor, had, they had a Logitech, what are we doing They had here? a Logitech remote. Logitech. Logitech is how So, it, it looks worked. like a freaking Xbox controller. And there controller. wasn't even a window. It was like you were watching everything that you saw through a screen. So, you could have effectively just sent down a robot. You could have also effectively just did this in VR. Like, you know, I mean, like get one of them the goggles. Things. I don't want to talk shit because it's I'm talking like one shit of about the process. I, it's one the, of those situations where there's people down there that are odds are terrible at this point. They're right? terrible. It's terrible. So that's terrible. But I mean, when you play stupid games, you win stupid prizes. It's a tough thing to deal Can with. You, but like, what are you thinking, bro? What? Two, two miles, miles? Two miles like, down to the depths of what now go, is hell? I don't even go in the ocean up to my knees. He's afraid of sharks and seaweed. Um, It's just, again, it's mind-numbing how this actually happened. Now, here's my, ready? Here we go. I'm going to put my tinfoil hat on, my conspiracy theory hat. I don't think they're missing. Truth be told. Well, I I don't think they're missing. I think something happened where those people that were in that thing, they knew something else. And they went missing. And then that's it. What are they? We heard something I mean, on sonar. Well, well, oh, cool. Well, what does that even gonna, mean? Now that this clip is probably going to get, they're going to have to do like false. Of, <laughs> I'm not even going to clip check. that up. Um, I think, but truth be told, I don't, I, I think don't about believe it. anybody just about think anything. think about it. Just I think, think about the me. scenario. I think everyone lost. is a liar. Lost, right? They're lost. Bro, there are tags on sharks that swim around to the depths of wherever and you know where they are. There is sonar, satellite shit, that is light years away that we can in real time find a, 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 an image of, of the thing and it's going 5 billion so, miles so an hour. can I be honest though? How in the frick did you lose these here, people? Here's the difference, Dave. And I, I understand what you're saying. Does it make it, sense? It does until I say what I'm about to say. Uh-oh. The, the difference here is it's in a remote area. They aren't there with this, this industrial rescue team ready-made in, in the spot. The Titanic is 800 miles off the coast of Canada so it's cold, it's remote. The equipment that you would need to pull a two-mile submerged submarine, you, could, you can't have divers They had 96 in. hours of, of air, oxygen, in case of emergency. So, so the, point that I'm, the, the point that I'm getting at here is, like, because of the timing of this, it's like the logistics of it. How are we going to get what we need to get this mission done? You can't. So if there was a it's situation, a death mission. If they had, if they <laughs> had, if they had two weeks of oxygen, then you would probably see what you're talking about. All this high tech stuff being delivered out there, but sure, you know, all that costs money too. Good thing he's well, was a billionaire. <laughs> Listen again, my heart does go out for those that are losing members of their family. That was terrible. However, it Joke. doesn't. It, it's it, dude. It, it's it's what it was, and and now and now it's like. You could be on either side of the fence. There's a lot of people that are just completely making fun of this, which, again, I don't really tolerate all that. That's a little crazy. But then there are people like me who just raise some questions like, like, why, 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 why? That's where I'm I'm at. I'm not making fun of anything. I'm not either. 
I'm just thinking this is ridiculous. But it's like it's easy when you're not there, right? We're not. I'm not. I think it's absurd. I was making. I'm making fun of it before. I like. I heard about them even going. I'm like, are they crazy? Like they're. I would say like they're gonna die. Like they're probably gonna die down there. That's the, just the, me. The the probability was probably high, and they were like, sure. Especially knowing what what like after the fact, like they weren't talking about um, it being run by like Bluetooth and like the. It's not what you think, where it's like they have this high thing. They, they did some good things scientifically to this thing, and but this guy was basically a scientist, and how they were funding these research missions was selling tickets publicly. So they didn't have professionals down there. This was people that were rich and wanted to go down, and there was one guy who ironically is like an heir of two people that died on the Titanic, so I guess that's where the obsession came from. You know what's funny? Growing up, I was obsessed with two things. Right, like to to find more information. One of them was the Titanic. I was obsessed with finding nuances about the Titanic and King Tut. Don't ask me why. You got a cramp? <laughs> Don't ask me why King Tut and his tomb, uh, that tomb. I was fascinated about it. I wanted to learn more. You couldn't give me a free ticket to go to do what they did. Like, there's no shot, no shot. They've never heard of Riptide. They've never heard of things that I mean, can just. Like kill when you in the ocean. When you're out there, the there's no riptide. But when you're two miles deep in a submarine that there's only... Even if... You know what else, too? The one guy that he's like, we designed it where, like, it will surface. He's like, so I think it's surfaced. And I think it's somewhere else. But I think the, the, the submarine is not under the water. This is a guy I watched him talking yesterday. He's like, but you can't open it from the inside anyway. So it's done. So even if it's... Like, they could be floating up somewhere like a buoy and... When they run out of oxygen, they run out of oxygen because there's no way out from the inside. That's something that you could just not sign me up for on any level ever. Not that you would want to get out from a submarine in the middle of the ocean, but, you know, when time is on the That might give you a chance, you know? Anyway, that'll do it for this week, ladies and gentlemen. what happened in sports? No, there is no sports. And the Yankees, actually, they win a couple games in a row. That's nice, as we record this on a Thursday. Um, But anyway, thank you guys for watching. We appreciate everybody that subscribed to the Premier Plus and Premier Streaming Network. That is how you watch us each and every week. For Sturge and Gooch, this has been another episode of The Chop Sports Social. We'll talk to you guys next week. Beep.